majority of women who desire this beautiful relationship, this amazing masculine energy man, right? These women are single, independent, alpha females. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the number one struggle I would say is, you know, they struggle to kind of really tap into their feminine and let go of the control. Welcome to the Vibrant Flow podcast. I'm Joanna. Some of you know me by the name Joem. I'm an independent music artist, singer-songwriter, wife, language enthusiast, and I'm passionate about living a vibrant, creative life, fully embodying my femininity. We'll dive into topics such as creativity, our full potential as women, femininity for high-achieving women, faith and relationships. My desire is to help you on your feminine journey and give you tangible tips on how to radiate beauty from the inside out. So let's get started. Hello, beautiful, and thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you, and I'm really excited to give you this interview with Shanza. I enjoyed our time together very much, and we both would appreciate it if you could share the episode or refer it to someone who would perhaps love it or, you know, get something out of it. And um, yeah, it really helps the podcast, this small podcast to grow, and it's a value exchange as I'm doing this for you. And I'm enjoying it definitely, but you know, it's, it's a value exchange and I would really appreciate it so that this podcast can grow. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome back to the Vibrant Flow podcast, everyone. I am so excited this evening. I've, I have a very special guest all the way from the US. Um, Shanza Elmore is a dating coach dedicated to help single independent women attract their soulmate and love struggles and have the relationship they desire and deserve. And before I'll let Shanza tell us a little bit about her journey, and what has led her to this work, I just really wanted to um, read out loud one of her clients' testimonials, just to, you know, give us an idea of who we're talking to, because I thought was, this was really good. <laughs> so Charlene W. says, Shunza's positive energy is very contagious. After working with her, my views on men and love have changed. Each session with her was empowering and supportive. She has inspired me to put myself first, and the results are incredibly astonishing. Shanza has taught me valuable advice, uh, and I am now in a relationship with a loving guy who values me. I thought that was so good, so I had to just <laughs> read it out loud for everyone. I hope that was okay. <laughs> so um, please, Shanza, tell us a little bit about yourself, and welcome to the podcast. I hope you're feeling good. Thank you so much, Joanna. It's definitely an honor to be here. I am so happy to be on your podcast. And thank you so much for sharing uh, my client Charlene's uh, testimonial there. That definitely, that means, that means a lot. So thank you for that. Totally, totally okay. I know you said that you hope that it's okay. It's totally okay. <laughs> um, yes, um, so I am Shanza. I am a dating and relationship coach. I have been coaching, I would say, um, for as long as I've been married, which is about three years now. Um, 
And, you know, about my journey, I mean, I'm, I, I guess I would have to kind of go back to why I even was introduced to, you know, relationships and this new perspective that I now have when it comes to love and dating and men and commitment or committed relationships, I should say, mm. you know, my perspective has definitely changed over the past five, six years. So I would say it all started <laughs> about five, six years ago. Um, I had a major, major heartbreak. Um, you know, I had, I really uh, gave my all to this uh, partner at the time. And, you know, mm. eventually I learned that, you know, there was an affair going on that I wasn't, that I didn't know of. And, you know, I, of course I felt crushed. I felt uh, very hurt. Um, but now when I look back at it with this new perspective I have, you know, with this magnetic mindset that I have now, I'm I, like, I, I now see everything that I did wrong. <laughs> right, right. Um, but definitely, you know, it, it all started because I was always that girl who was just over giving and over sharing. And, you know, I always wanted to please my partner. And I never, ever, ever, you know, worried about what I wanted. And, you know, mm -hmm. half the time, what I realized was, and this, you know, this, this major heartbreak was kind of like the the last straw, you can say, right. Um, but I definitely had this pattern with partners before this specific uh, major heartbreak. Mm -hmm. So what I realized is, you know, it, I was doing, I was in my masculine energy, majority of the time in pretty much in all areas of my life. And it, it's definitely what kind of, uh, when I noticed this pattern, you know, I was actually uh, collapsed, basically not collapsed, I should say, I was kind of just like, feeling at my lowest, emotionally collapsed, I could say, um, I was on my bathroom floor, not lying, even, I was actually living with my parents at the time. And I was on my parents bathroom floor. And, you know, they didn't, they didn't have a single idea of what was going on. And I was just bawling my eyes out. And, you know, I kept, you know, like in my head, I kept praying to God. I was like, I need, I need answers. I need to know what I'm doing wrong over and over and over again. Like what is wrong with me? Right. Is it because, and growing up, you know, um, in the United States, I am not an American <laughs> I'm from Pakistan. And I, I was, you know, my parents, um, you know, migrated, moved here when I was super, super young. So, right, right. um, growing up, you know, I, I struggled between two different cultures and that really impacted my self-esteem. Mm. Um, and that lack of, you know, that low self-esteem, the lack of self-confidence is definitely what played out a lot in my relationships as well. Right. Uh, but once I, you know, once I had that major heartbreak, I really turned to God. I cried, I, you know, prayed and Next thing you know, you know, I did what most of us do in today's world. I went on to Google and, <laughs> you know, I started researching about relationships. You know, why do men cheat? Uh, why do men have affairs? Why are men not loyal? And why is this happening to me? What am I doing wrong? And so on and so forth. And I landed on um, a few relationship programs, some relationship coaches, some dating coaches. And I said, you know what? I've, I've gave it my all it's time, for, but I clearly haven't done this one last thing. So, right. and that one last thing was a dating coach. I worked with her and, you know, I worked with her for a few months, her and a payment plan is what turned my life 
around. And, you know, I, I re- again, like I said, I realized everything that I was doing wrong in my relationships. And that's essentially where I came to the realization that, okay, I need to tap into my feminine energy. I need to have a magnetic mindset. I need to, you know, um, not give if I'm not receiving essentially. And, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely, these are the tools that I actually worked on. And of course, uh, you know, I did a lot of circular dating. I went on, which basically means, you know, when you date at least three to five men at the same time without committing to anyone, without being exclusive to anyone, unless right. they give you a reason to. And I was, you know, you know, practicing my tools and so, so on and attracted my husband, got married. You know, he popped the question within six months. We got married within a year. And once I got married and, you know, it wasn't just, you know, yes, I'm married, you know, goal accomplished. Right. It was more of, you know, this is literally the relationship, the type of relationship that I wanted. I found happiness within myself. And so I attracted happiness in a positive and a healthy, amazing marriage is what I attracted. And I've been happily married. We just celebrated our anniversary a couple of weeks ago. So here we are. And, you know, once I realized that, hey, if I can do it, <laughs> I know anyone can. And that's, that's basically my story. That's why I started dating coaching and relationship coaching. And that's exactly why I do what I do. I know what it feels like to be on the other side. And, you know, when you're single and when you're struggling, when you, you know, not feeling the greatest about yourself, you have fears, you have these limiting beliefs that are, you know, you, you want that relationship, but at the same time, you're holding back. Right. Um, mm. And I, I have been there and I know that it's not fun. It's not, it's not true happiness. So I'm like, Hey, I can show you the way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that's, that's, that's a beautiful story of how the struggle you went through turned into this beautiful thing. And now you're helping others. I love the fact that you are so passionate about this. It shows on your Instagram. It shows how you show up there. And, and obviously it shows up on, in how you show up uh, for your clients. And people feel that. And I feel that as well now being with you. Um, so I would like to ask, um, what are the common challenges you mentioned a few already from your story, but what are the common challenges your clients face when they are wanting to find that person they maybe they want to marry and, and want to commit to? That's a really good question. So <clears throat> the number one thing, actually the most common that I would say about, <clears throat> excuse me. No worries. <laughs> Uh, the number one thing I would say about my clients, uh, you know, when they when they do start working with me is majority of women who desire this beautiful relationship, this amazing masculine energy man, right? These women are single, independent, alpha females. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the number one struggle I would say is, you know, they struggle to kind of really tap into their feminine and let go of the control mm. they're so used to you know in their um in their day-to-day and you know some of my clients are single mothers so they're so used to having that control over you know um doing you know housework for example the cooking the cleaning 
and then working on top of that. And then if you have children, if you are a single mom, you know, taking care of your children as well. Now you're, you know, meal prepping for them or bathing them, clothing them, shopping for them, and then also having a social life. But there's so much that you're doing essentially that you're doing alone. And so it's, it's a lot of control that's happening. So to essentially tap into your feminine means to let go of that control. And that can feel very difficult to my clients. So essentially uh, what I used to do when I first started coaching, my perspective was to, you know, um, be in your masculine while you're at work and then tap into your feminine when you come home, mm. come home to your man or, you know, not on a date and so on. What I realized, though, is this is something that I myself struggled with a lot. You know, it was how do you just switch, right? How do you turn off the masculine, turn on the feminine? It doesn't work that way, right? Right. We're actually working more hours than we are, you know, spending time with our families. For the average average family there. So uh, it's almost impossible. You just can't just switch, right? Because now you feel like you're two different people. Right. So what I now and, you know, as soon as I transitioned into basically being my feminine energy, almost 100 percent of the time is what did magic, I would say. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it's essentially, you know, that's what helped me become magnetic. That's what really and that, that's what the magnetic mindset is. Right. The feminine is to receive. Right. It's to lean back and receive what's meant to be yours. It comes your way. And that's the magnetic mindset. So it's intertwined with each other. And, and, you know, that's that's the one thing that I would say is the biggest struggle to answer your question. Uh, you know, a lot of women are trying to make that switch multiple times throughout the day. And yeah. that switch doesn't work. Right. I've tried it. My clients have tried it. I've been there. It, it doesn't work. It's very it's close to impossible. Uh, so essentially, you know, it's really tapping into their feminine, letting go of that control. Mm. Oh, yes, that's definitely one of the themes on my podcast, some of the things that I've, I've struggled with, and I'm learning and I've learned a lot about and it's it's amazing how things just flow to you easier when you let go of control. Right. Um, So, well, a little bit more on that, how can we really in practical ways how can we learn to tap into our feminine energy to call in that mr right but also just for ourselves to to find that magnetic version of ourselves so how to tap into your feminine energy um there's many many ways right um I would love to talk, if it's okay with you, about a little bit about wounded feminine energy when it comes to independent women. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a really good topic. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so essentially, a lot of women ha- uh, struggle with tapping into their feminine because they don't understand the value of it. They don't see the point of it. Yeah. And that's because they have wounded feminine energy. What that means is, you know, uh, as a little girl, especially in today's world, right, I would say at least mid 1900s up to now, you know, it's this, you know, women are fighting for that equality, right? We want to be as equal as men. We want equal pay. We want to be treated uh, the same way. And in that fight for equality, you know, I I mean, I would say even today, we haven't, (laughs) we're not 100% equal, right? We haven't got that equality. However, in the process, we lost our feminine 
energy in the yeah. process. And, you know, basically it's simply because, you know, um, essentially when the women who stepped up and said, okay, we're not going to just cook and clean. We, we are capable of doing more than this. We're going to go to work. We're going to have, you know, equal, you know, two income high households and so on. That's when, you know, that's what they teach their daughters and so on and so forth. And even when, you know, I, I, I do want to kind of make this point that even before women stepped up and stepped out into the, uh, the world outside of their homes, they were still in their masculine energy in their homes because cooking and cleaning, those are chores. Those are actions. Those are not uh, coming from a want to perspective. They're more coming from, oh my goodness, I have to change the diaper. I, I have to do this. I mm. need to make dinner for my husband, right? Um, and, you know, we can definitely go into more details on that too, but I, I want to stay away from that and just focus. <laughs> yeah. I tend to stray off and ramble on. Um, but essentially that's what, uh, you know, that's where the wounded feminine energy is coming from because the mothers have taught their daughters and who have taught now their daughters and their daughters and so on passed on by generations that, you know, you need to work, you need to, you need to be independent. You need to be a strong woman. No one wants to, you know, a, a lady who doesn't do anything. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that by all means, you know, women are very capable. For example, I mean, you're, you're doing the podcast. I'm running my own business. I am coaching, right? Uh, women are working in corporate offices. Women are doing so much and we are capable of that. But we can do all of those things while we're in our feminine energy and feminine energy is so powerful. It's so valuable because you still get everything that you want to do. <laughs> it's a lot less hectic and it's a lot more fun. Um, to tap into your feminine, you know, it's, and like I said before, it's all about letting go of that control. It's about leaning back and it's kind of really just being in touch with the inner version of yourself that, you know, turning inward and going inside out and really peeking it at your heart, your body sensations, your feelings, you know, really being in touch with the inner you and, mm you know, kind of going with your intuition, I would say your feelings and intuition are a huge part of feminine energy. And that's essentially what helps you, you know, raise your vibration. That's what helps you, you know, feel more magnetic and be more magnetic. It's a state of being instead of a state of doing. Um, one thing I, I actually talked about on my page is how do you differentiate between masculine and feminine? Um, basically, you'll know if you're coming from your masculine energy, if it's up here, so if it's in your head and head, anything neck and above, if it's a thought that's making you go, oh, I should, I should text him because I haven't heard from him in a few hours or, you know, um, oh, he paid for, you know, he paid so much money for the date last time. So this weekend I'm going to plan the date and take him out and spend money. Um, you know, it's kind of like a cause and effect. Like if I take him out on the date and pay for it, he'll see that I'm an independent woman, that I make my own money. He'll, you know, I'm making a statement by doing it. It's, it's a lot of thought processing and planning. That's where masculine energy is. Feminine energy is more of a want, right? So it's more of a desire. So for example, if you desire out of love with no expectation to do something for your man, that's feminine energy. So if you just, you know, you're just feeling in love, you're feeling happy, you're feeling, you know, just 
I want to make dinner for him tonight. I want to take him out and surprise him. And it's, it's the important part is that you're not expecting anything in return. You're not expecting him to go, wow, she can cook. She's wifey material for sure, <laughs> right? Um, a huge part is, you know, oh, wow, she's paying for my dinner. She has money. She's rich. I want to be with her, you know, a better house or, you know, I'll have a bigger house if I'm with her. Uh, you know, it's an, there's no expectation. You're simply doing it just because you want to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get a response, that's okay because you're simply doing it. Again, it's for your own pleasure, your own desire. Um, so to tap into your feminine energy, again, go inward, listen to your intuition, you know, watch how your body is, you know, reacting, the body sensations, you know, feel your body. Um, few ways um, also to add on, I would say is, you know, be sensual, feel things, use all of your senses, be playful, be creative and Creativity is not, I want to clarify, it's not just art in the sense of painting and sketching. Creativity is anything. You create something out of nothing is creativity. The biggest creativity us women have is our womb. I hope you can understand that. I know my accent comes out every now and then. (laughs) We create babies. We create life. You know, um, cooking is creativity. Fashion is creativity. Makeup, hair, nails you know, um, meal prep, (laughs) something I really struggle with, um, you know, meal prep is definitely creativity, fitness, you're planning out your, I mean, anything that you're creating is creativity. So just create, have fun doing it and just go with the flow. Oh, that's so beautiful. I wholeheartedly agree with the fact that creativity is not just arts, like what we see as art is everything like when we're using, when we're coming up with solutions to problems, even that's creativity at workplace, for example. So it's definitely present in all of our like different areas of our lives if we let it to be, let it be um, present there. So that's so beautiful. And I love that. I love everything you said. So what or what are the qualities of a high value man? Um, of a high quality man. This is something I want to ask you and your take on it, because I know my ladies want to hear other people's opinions on this. <laughs> I would love to share my opinion, my perspective on what is a high quality, high value man. In my perspective, <clears throat> excuse me, um, a high quality man is a man who is in his masculine energy. Now, um, a lot of people, when they think of an alpha male, some may, you know, of course, it depends what kind of childhood you've had, but some people have the perspective that, oh, that means he's going to be controlling, he's going to be, you know, some sort of abusive, or you know, that is not what a high quality masculine energy man is. A masculine energy man, you know, so his priority is to make his woman happy, is to make, make her smile is to make sure that she gets everything she wants, is to make sure that she is satisfied. And the, the, the whole point of that is because he's a masculine energy man. He wants to feel like he's the man of the house. He's the man, you know, for his woman. Um, it makes him feel good as a man when he sees that his woman is good. So that right. means he is supportive. You know, if he, in most women, like the women that we're talking about here are alpha females. 
alpha females are ambitious they're go-getters they have goals and they will get those goals <laughs> right um to have someone to support you to have someone to you know emotionally support you and physically support you too right just to be there in all parts you know just someone to share your life with someone who's um there with you right side by side that's a high quality man um you know he's a natural protector a natural provider he's the he's you know the the classic gentleman who wants to open doors for you who wants to pay for you who wants to uh pay the bills pay the mortgage uh or rent whatever you may uh do car payments which is like he's doing all of it and not just for what you guys share but he's paying for you as well so your cell phone bill you know if you need assistance with and it's not really assistance uh, i i feel like that may have been a trigger word for many um but it's more about you know he wants to do these things yes and he is emotionally available he wants a commitment he is loyal he is caring loving warm funny makes you laugh you know that i would say is a high quality man in my perspective and also he has his i i don't want to cuss on your <laughs> i don't want to cuss here he has his stuff together he has his life together he is also ambitious he has his own goals you know someone who is healthy uh you know physically in you know he takes care of himself um i think that's what would be the best way to describe a high quality man in my perspective um like i said at the end of it his priority is the smile on his woman's face. Right, right. So he takes responsibility in a lot of areas of his life and he, you know, embodies that integrity that way. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, that's beautiful and I think we all agree agree on all of those points. <laughs> so, what do you feel or what, in your um experience and your perspective, what makes a man want to commit to a relationship? Ah, uh, this is a big one. <laughs> a man will commit when first of all, if he is dating with the purpose of looking for a commitment, if he is dating just to casually date, that's a different story. Um I mean, but you know, essentially down the line, you know, if he's looking for a commitment, he'll commit. Uh he'll commit when he feels safe to commit. That means that he you know, men are taught from a young age to not be emotional. a lot of men will block off that emotion that's just something they naturally do because that's what they're taught right don't cry you're crying like a girl uh it really you know we literally our society will teach kids not or by kids i mean little boys to not show their feminine energy side and not be in touch with their emotions so when a man you know first of all it's really difficult for him to open up but once he does open up to you that's where he's letting his walls down right he's being vulnerable when he feels safe that's when he you know he's like okay yes um i will commit to her and when he you know um when he you know feels at peace basically a man will commit when he feels at peace he has in you know a lot of women say peace is you know not rocking the boat uh that's not what peace means that is not what feminine energy is about um peace means you know he can come home and you know there's no drama oftentimes when we're in our masculine energy we create unnecessary drama with that mm. um you know there's you know peace means my woman is sad and she is literally telling me i feel sad because i expected a call this afternoon during lunchtime and i didn't get it and it's very important to me in relationship 
right? So that is peace. Now he's thinking, okay, she's sad because I forgot to call. I was in a meeting. Now he has it. He explains it. End of story. That's peace, right? Instead of you didn't call me. <laughs> well, how could you do this to me? Uh, this is definitely something I used to do before um, I had my <laughs> transformation. Uh, but yes, you know, a man will commit when he feels good around you, when he feels happy, when he feels safe and at peace. And very importantly, when you connect with his heart. Uh, so sex, sleeping with him, uh, doing his chores, running errands for him, cooking, cleaning for him. If he has children, watching his kids for him. All these things that you're essentially doing out of your masculine energy will not get him to commit to you. Mm. You will not get the commitment you want if you're approaching a masculine energy alpha male in that manner, a high quality man high quality man craves a feminine energy woman, right? Because he wants to be the protector and provider for you while you sit back, focus on your goals and do what you want to do and have fun and create and enjoy life and enjoy yourself and smile and laugh and express when things don't feel good. That's when a man says, wow, she's one of a kind. I absolutely cannot afford to lose her. When he realizes he can't lose you, he has no choice but to put a ring on it <laughs> yes. and commit to you <laughs> and of course uh just to add real quick commitment can look different for many many women um I want to clarify you know just because I my goal was to get married that was important to me to have a family to get married have a ring on my finger you know stand at the altar in front of our families and friends that that was what was really important to me uh a lot of women don't really desire marriage they don't desire that type of but as long if you Whatever your end goal is, when it comes to relationships, you can achieve it as long as you're in your feminine. So I really wanted to touch on what you mentioned there, which is to express your feelings and use the, the phrase, I feel, because I, I've learned also that this is quite you know, key when communicating with a man. So I would love for you to expand on that. Why should we express our feelings and use the phrase, I feel X, Y, and Z, and not, you know, dump on him or essentially make it sound like you're blaming a man for something? That I feel is a very powerful, powerful way to express your emotions, especially to a masculine energy, high quality man. Because like I said, you know, masculine energy men, they crave a woman who's in touch with her emotions, who's in her feminine. When you literally are telling him how you're feeling, you're showing him that, hey, I am in touch with myself and I can, I can acknowledge exactly what emotion I feel and I can express it with confidence. Right. So oftentimes when we say I feel and this is something I struggled with as well. And I, you mentioned under uh, my post the other day, some, it, it feels awkward in the beginning. I'm not mm. going to lie, it does. OK, like and it's simply because, you know, the society that we grow up in and what we're taught is little girls. I mean, my mother didn't teach me to say I feel right. And it's not something that you, you know, you kind of grow up watching other people, especially your parents or your caretakers. Um, you know, older siblings, for example, your teachers, no one essentially around us is really saying I feel everyone is saying I am sad, I am angry, I am so disappointed in you, I am mm. so upset with you, right, These are the words we hear growing up as children. So that's what we take on, right. And that's can't, that's the verbiage we learn. 
So when you say I am, you actually become the emotion. It kind of lingers with you. It clings on to you. So when you say I am so angry, that anger lingers around. When you say I am so hurt, I am so sad, it, you become the emotion. You're saying I am sad. You know, a lot of my women who are uh, listening to this podcast now, I'm assuming and I'm pretty confident that, you know, you, you've practiced affirmations before. And when we do positive affirmations, we're saying I am magnetic, I am attractive, or I am beautiful, I am wealthy, right? I am abundant. Because you are trying to become what you want to attract. So essentially, when you become an icky emotion, a sad, when you become sad, you attract sadness, right? Mm. With the law of attraction. So two very important reasons to use I feel when you're expressing your emotions is, well, for one, you know, when you say I feel to a masculine energy, high quality man, it kind of just goes like straight like an arrow and hits a man in his heart like Cupid, <laughs> right? And it opens like this gate where he's like, oh, baby, how, how do you, why do you feel this way? Let me make you feel better, right? Because he wants to make you feel happy. He wants to take away the pain that you're feeling. Again, the pain that you're feeling, not the pain that you are. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the second one is because feelings come and go. So when you express your emotion using I feel, I feel sad. Now you've released it. That's how I'm feeling. But when you say I am sad, you're holding on to it and you're mm. becoming it. So those are the two uh, important reasons to use I feel instead of any other verbiage. All right. Wow. That was, that was amazing. I'm glad that I asked that question. That was a really good point to make that you're clinging to the feeling. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Wow. Amazing. So in your experience now that you've been married for three years, I think, yeah, correct, yeah. How do you practice yourself staying in the feminine while you are already in a relationship or when you are married? Because it doesn't stop when we get the man or when we find the man or attract the man because it's, it's more than that, you know, it's, it, it affects all our lives. And, and I want to ask you, like, how do you practice it when you are already in a relationship? So when I'm in, you know, now that I am in my dream marriage, and I say dream marriage, and this is simply because I, 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 I am feminine, right? Um, that's, I am the same woman that he met, that he fell in love with. So for me to change onto him, <laughs> it's going to be a whole different person, right? Um, and that can essentially push him away. And I have kind of um, I'm not going to lie, I've experimented in my own marriage, you know, I have experimented, I have tried to be in my masculine, and I have seen him drift away, mm, emotionally, yeah. he'll shut down, or he just kind of is suddenly too busy, you know, and it's because I am invading the space that he wants to be in, to be right. Um, So simply, you know, um, I guess the real life examples, I guess I could say is, well, first of all, expressing my emotions using I feel or I'm feeling. Um, I think that's the biggest one. Communication uh, was the number one thing that I had to master that really changed a lot for me in relationships. Um, you know, and so, you know, like I said, for example, if I want to make dinner for him, I'll make dinner for him because I want to. Um, it's really about desire. If I'm, you know, say I'm on a date with him, again, I'm using all of 
all of my senses. So for example, if we're on a lunch date and we kind of do these lunch dates and we try to make sure that my husband and I love to eat together, um, that's something that we love to do together. And, you know, when I'm eating my food, I'm not just, oh, I'm eating my food. It's more like, mm, you know, this pasta tastes so good to me. And I want right. to express it out loud. And, I'm, and it's not that I'm expressing it to him or that I'm doing it for him. It's because I have tapped into my feminine energy, like I said, almost 100% of the time. So even if I'm not with him, if I'm, say, on a brunch date with a friend, for example, with a girlfriend, I am, I am just being, this is, this is who I am, right? So I am enjoying the heck out of that pasta, <laughs> Right? Yes. I'm tasting it. I am feeling, you know, the fork on, in my hand. I am feeling the temperature of it. And I'm very, um, again, in touch with what my surroundings, right? Um, one thing that I would say is with communication, for example, I express how I feel. He listens. When he expresses, I listen, right? So when he talks, I am focused. I'm not thinking about, hey, what am I going to say next? hey, you know, that happened to me too, and jump in and cut him off so I can express my story, I lean back and I let him, I give him the space that he needs to just express what he's expressing or tell the story and really engage with it. Um, I think those would be just like quick uh, tips that I can say I can give when it comes to being in, you know, your feminine energy is simply to lean back and allowing your man to have the space that he needs to be the protector, to be the provider, to be the person that's taking care of you and the family. Right. Oh, yes, absolutely. That, those are great points, great points. And I, I felt a little called out, you know, because I noticed so many times with my husband how I'm thinking ahead, like, what am, what am I going to say next? And, and steering the conversation, like, rational with my rational mind and and trying to control a situation and I've I've grown more like attuned to noticing when that happens and and cutting back and you know like you said leaning back and and letting go of the control and it helps tremendously like it's it's like you said it's not that you're doing something for him per se uh, but but it's just because you want to be in that feminine energy and it feels a lot better for yourself like you want to feel good in in your body you want to feel good about yourself so this is definitely the way to go about it and that in turn it makes him feel good because he gets to be the man and whenever we try to we you know invade like you said invade uh, his space essentially as a masculine man then they kind of draw back because they're they feel like okay I don't have the space here so what what, what am I supposed to do like the, we leave we leave them probably quite puzzled or confused I don't know and uh, that's not that's not when they feel best about themselves so that's that's so brilliant advice definitely before we um finish this uh, conversation. I, I could just ask you questions all day long, but <laughs> it's quite late here. So we have to wrap this up uh, very soon. So what I want us to cover is how can we start to build that abundance mindset? Like, because it's not just about that magnetizing a man. It's also about like anything in, your, in, your, in our lives, like our goals, what we desire, 
and and you know everything so what's your take on that so you know i know we've talked about feminine energy a lot already but i think when it comes to having that magnetic mindset and attracting abundance in you know, just being abundant in in every area of your life it's simply to tap into your feminine and you know being receptive i think that's very important and as important as, as it is it's also very difficult for most uh ambitious alpha females um you know being receptive is difficult for many and that's kind of where we kind of we, we block it off right so limiting beliefs uh come into play something that maybe you know if you went through something uh in your childhood you know you're, you're kind of putting up this wall and you're not letting what's meant for you come your way so essentially what you're doing is, you know, you built this wall and you're kind of pecking around the wall to get to the other side and get what it is that you want instead of just overcoming your limiting fears and beliefs and leaning back and attracting what's meant to be yours to come your way. So, for example, I mean, that could be a relationship that could be, you know, the lifestyle that you desire that could be, you know, the bodies you know if you want to look good if you want a slimmer waist you know um it could be your health it could be your wealth right um whatever it is that you're desiring you're essentially not getting it because you're so focused on if i do this then i can get it you know if i do this then i can get it um and that is actually something that i struggled with myself um i was wanted to be a dating coach after like, as soon as I actually started working with my dating coach, I was like, this is what I want to do. And it wasn't until I got out of my own way, you know, I got married and I wanted to do it, but I held myself back. I said, mm. well, how can I do this? You know, I didn't go to school for relationships. Is that even a thing? Right. How can I do this just based off of my experience? And little did I know is I was just in my way and I had a gift for people for, for women. And I have helped several women at this point. And I'm glad that I got out of my own way and made the difference that I did. Just like that, to the listeners who are listening to this podcast, to the audience, I want to say you are very much capable of receiving what you desire if you get out of your own way. Uh, so being receptive is the number one thing I would say. And again, that's that's part of being feminine, because essentially what you're doing is you're allowing, you know, whoever the higher power you believe in, whether that's God, whether that's the universe, right, whatever you believe in, you're allowing your higher power to be that masculine energy who is pouring into you and giving to you. So it's important for you to lean back and, you know, follow your intuition, follow your gut, because that is what's going to guide you to do the, the, the you know, the little steps that bring you closer to the essential big goal so whether that's again relationship or your health or your wealth um just simply get out of your own way and be receptive i think that would be the biggest thing i can say right yes so drop the control drop the yeah the tendency of course and i know a lot of us women we struggle with the tendency to try and control everything because that's how we've you know how we've grown up to you know we have to control everything because we have this shield up this you know armor that we're ready for the hard world <laughs> essentially so yes absolutely that's so good yeah it's so good um so before we wrap up my last question to you and everyone 
that I'm talking to on this podcast is what do you most um, enjoy and cherish about being a woman? Ah, being a woman. <laughs> I love being a woman. I love, you know, I'm so glad that I am a woman, that I can enjoy the beauty of life, of nature, of love, you know, of the positivity that I get to choose, you know, to be around me, you know, to be able to explore. And like I said, you know, it's really just being in touch. With, I mean, can you imagine not being able to express how you feel and get what you want? <laughs> That yeah. sounds exhausting. That sounds so, and the thing is, I, I know it's exhausting and it's really, um, it brings you down because I, that's what I used to do. I was so afraid to really step into the woman that I am because I was trying to be someone I'm not. I was trying to play a role that I was very incapable of playing, to be very honest. And now, you know, it's, I love that I'm a woman. I love that I am this amazing creature who attracts what she desires, who, you know, is full of love, giving love, receiving love. Creativity is my favorite thing to do. I love to cook, right? I love putting different things together. Now you have a whole meal. <laughs> I love that. Um, I, I can't even describe it. I just, I love being a woman. I'm so glad that I'm a woman. <laughs> that I'm in touch with my emotions and that I can, you know, empathize with other people and be in touch with their emotions with them. Um, I think that's also a major part of being a woman. I think as a woman, you can do, and you know, that's the beauty of being a woman. You can do whatever that, whatever you want to do. Again, you could do whatever you want. You know, you could, if you want to just stay at home, not do anything when it comes to your career, you can do it. If you want to go out in the world, you can do that. If you want to do both, you can, I mean, you can, there's, you can do anything you want. Uh, you know, the world is full of various possibilities. And as a woman, you get to enjoy and experiment and have fun. That's, I think that's the biggest thing of the most amazing part of being a woman is you just have fun. You have the ability to kind of play with the beauty of the world. <laughs> yes. That's the best part. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love everything you said. And I love the fact that you love being a woman. I just that that's my mission as well with this podcast and uh, that I started recently that I want women to fall in love with being a woman because that is just it's like you said, you can't even describe it. It's 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 amazing. And I feel like we've kind of lost that art of having fun because everything is so serious. And because when we are in the masculine energy, we're very like hard, we go, go, go. And we think about we're in our rational mind all the time or most of the time. And we lose that art of having fun. And that's something I had to learn like myself uh, during my twenties thus far, like I, I I realized I'd become so serious about everything and that created problems because I wasn't able to release control and, and just enjoy and, and really have fun and enjoy being a woman. Right. Oh my goodness. This conversation has been so, so good. Thank you so much, (laughs) so much for being here. So where can we find you online? And yeah. 
go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, go ahead. Like, where, where can we find you online? And I know you have a coaching program. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, first of all, it was definitely a pleasure and it was such an honor to be on the podcast and to answer the, you know, the most asked questions that so many women have. And I'm, I mean, I really hope that I can get my message across to, like you said, you know, be a woman, fall in love with being a woman and just have fun, right? Um, essentially, what I would like to add is when we're having fun, when we're being in our feminine, we're actually more successful than we are when we're in our masculine. Mm, yes. um, I mean, I, I could go on and on. So, um, but yes, uh, you could, that's definitely, we can save that for another conversation, hopefully. Um, oh yeah, we can do a part two. <laughs> I would love to do a part two. I would love to hear what everyone else has to say about a part two as well. Um, but yes, I would, you know, you can find me uh, on Facebook and Instagram coach Shanza so that's c-o-a-c-h-s-h-a-n-z-a um you can find me there I try to post as much as I can I'm not uh super active on social media because I'm mostly working behind the scenes with my private clients uh which uh you know it's through my uh, coaching program it's called making crave you it's a 90-day very very powerful program um it's basically where you know, I help you overcome your limiting fears, your limiting beliefs, understand where they're originating from. And, you know, since, and I like to clarify this because most uh, women kind of um, see coaching as a way or a smaller form of therapy. It's very different from therapy. Coaching is more kind of directing you on what, what you need to do in order to get the results you desire. So in this case, to have the relationship you want to attract a high quality man. And, you know, essentially it's Overcoming your limiting fears and beliefs, becoming magnetic, tapping into your feminine energy um, almost 100% of the time. And of course, you know, learning how to date, you know, the, of course, it gets into the details of what to do, what not to do on a date, for example, how to talk to him, how to set boundaries, how to inspire him to commit, and of course, how to attract him first and then inspire him to commit to you and give you the relationship that you desire. Like I said before, it's not about getting married and having you know like yes i i did this accomplishment it's more of getting the relationship that you truly desire from the bottom of your heart so if that's not marriage that's totally fine if that is marriage that's totally fine <clears throat> uh, but that's basically what i do with my clients and it's all one-on-one -on -one. it's 90 days of you know 24 7 support that you get from me um it's very laser eye. I work very closely with each individual client. Um, everyone has, you know, unique situations that they're in. And that's where the one-on-one -on -one support comes in. So that's, that's me. That's what I do. <laughs> okay. Amazing. That sounds fabulous. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Shanza. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much, Diana. I really appreciate you having me here.